My Friends Friends podcast. I'm one of your friends, Simone, and I live in Perugia, Italy. And I'm one of your fiends, Paris, coming to you from Würzburg, Germany. So recently, Paris and I realized that we both love celebrating moments when our friends become friends and laughing about the times when interpersonal chemistry surprised us. So a couple of times a month, we'll introduce our friends from around the world to each other talk some nonsense, and play some games, and get to know one another. Prepare yourself to want to go out and make new friends, or reconnect with old friends, to learn about how friendship takes on a different form for all of us, and to hear oodles of laughter. Hey, friend! Hey, fiend! So, Paris, who are you bringing to our party today? So today, uh, you're going to get to meet my friend Alana, who lives in Nashville, Tennessee in the U.S., and who are you bringing to hang out? My friend Abel is coming to join us today, and he lives in Amsterdam, and he's a student there, and I'm so excited. Excellent. Well, Los Gates. I'm in a German mood today. Yes. (laughs) Hey, you guys. Hi. Hello. (laughs) So, Abel and Alana, you are the stars today. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) So, the thing we like to do at the beginning of the podcast is talk about how we met each other. That was a very cool hand sign you just did there, Paris. Oh, thank you. It's my long, whippy fingers, which Alana is very familiar with. Um, Short ones. Are you in the little hand I, I am. I'm president of the Tiny Hands Club. I can still stretch an octave yeah. on the piano, though, so it's wow. all good. So impressive. Yeah. So Alana is a very good piano player as well. Yes. So we love piano players in this house. My <laughs> husband mm-hmm. is a piano player as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Paris, you were saying. Sorry. I, I was asking. No, no, no. Don't be sorry. I was asking. I was. So I was curious, Abel, if you could tell us how you and Simone met. Yes, yes, I can. So I'm at uni now, but before that I was doing a gap year. And I think at that point, Simone uh, and her husband just moved to Perugia. And uh, me and my friend were also in Perugia. And then we met each other uh, in one of the classrooms of the kind of school we were studying Italian at. So. That's how we met. Ah. And I remember it was quite, I don't know, we had no idea what was going to happen. And I think Simone was also We were quite, brand new. Yeah, we were brand new students. Pretty Like was, learning the alphabet, learning colors and, you know, I don't know, days of the yeah. week. And it was, yeah. such a, it was such a funny class as well. It was a good class. Like we had really it was good. A good, good class, yeah. Yeah, like everybody, I still like remember so much about like everyone in the class because you kind of like talk about your lives and get to know each other a little bit. And um, I, I'm still a little bit in touch with a couple of people from the class. So, Abel, do you remember like Sabrina and Tony? They were also Americans. Absolutely. I just can't forget them. They were also, we were all in the class together, probably. You and me, Sabrina, Tony, and Tice, for a, at least a month, yeah, like at least four a month. or five weeks. And you guys did like two whole months, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Were it you was, just there to learn Italian? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like we were just 
me and my friend, we had no idea what we want to do with oh the rest gosh. of our lives. So we thought we'd just head up to <laughs> Perugia and learn Italian for two months. And you guys got, you guys were living in an apartment all on your own for the very first time, yeah, right? Yeah, that was also exciting, yeah. That was so well. cool. It was, it was, it was, it was a very nice time. It was, but it was, it was funny because suddenly like our, like our whole life was in Italian because we met everybody in the Italian class and we were only supposed to speak Italian there. Mm. Um, so it was really funny. And we, I remember there was also this Korean girl. I think she called herself Gabriella, but she had a Korean name <laughs> as well. And we, we only spoke Italian with her because she couldn't speak mm -hmm. English yeah at all so that was which is was, good it's, yeah it's which really is good, good. Like it's, it was it's such an interesting environment to get to mm -hmm. know people i think because you speak mm -hmm. about it yourself so much in the class that you yeah, know yeah. you get to know a lot about other people's lives and history and that kind of stuff it's like small talk to the extreme because <laughs> you have because you have to, right? Because yeah. these are the things that you can easily say, yes, I have brown hair, this, yeah. the sky is blue. I have, like, I have exactly, one sister exactly. and a mother and a father. Yeah. And, and, um, I, and I come from. Yeah, yeah, I come from. So we talk about food a lot on the podcast because it's something that everybody has in common in a sense. <laughs> we all eat and that's a huge part of friendship. So one of my favorite memories with you is you and Tice, we we invited you over for dinner and we I used Italian in our texting. <laughs> and I think I said like for tomorrow, but then I don't think that you guys necessarily picked up on that. And so then you showed up very promptly. Yeah, with, <laughs> very promptly with with like wine and like <laughs> gifts and you were dressed so well and it was the day before we were actually oh. planning on having dinner and it was so sweet and so we just said like you know what the house is a mess and we haven't made anything but like come on up and we'll just pull like some pork chops out of the fridge and and then another another time we got to go to your place because we i made you make yeah. us traditional yeah. your like yeah that was that was very funny food. because like <laughs> When I think back of it, like we can cook very well either. And we're like traditional Dutch food is, is actually not really a thing. Like it's not a, it's not a thing that we do here. Like <laughs> we, we do other countries food, not, not Dutch food. Yeah. So we tried yeah. something that we hadn't tried before, which was a mess. Like there, there, <laughs> there, were, there were like several moments where we could have made way better decisions. Uh, but, uh, but it was a good night nevertheless, I think. Yeah, and that all in the setting of an Italian interior design, Apartment. which is also yeah. really funny. Like, like <laughs> how Italians design places. It's it's not the not outside is like, gorgeous, and then the inside sometimes, depending on the place, can be less yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. So. However, yeah, your your inside is fantastic, actually. Oh, th we mm. we like the inside is nice but the outside is even nicer with our, <laughs> with our we have a good view so anyway that's kind of our our summary i think no cool i want to know what you had for this dinner like oh. now i'm like really curious yeah, yeah. actually Abel, you should tell them if i remember correctly we made hutzpot which is some kind of very wintry food like because in holland it's very cold 
So we eat a lot of wintry, there are a lot of wintry dishes. Yeah, so it was like mashed potatoes mixed with Mm. herbs. No, like vegetables and stuff. And they were like carrots. It was like a carrot stew kind of thing, but it wasn't. That sounds good. Yeah, it wasn't. We did go and help them (laughs) rescue. They had they had tried. I think you guys had tried to make like a gravy, and I think it had sort of turned into like a gloop situation Uh, and too much um, cornstarch but you know what we went in there we fixed it it all worked out beautifully yeah yeah cool it was just important to spend time with you guys really (laughs) so okay how about you guys let's hear your origin story I feel like ours is kind of simple. Uh, so I'm really curious here because I have a very distinct memory. Okay. So I was 12. So let's put that into perspective. Like I, yeah. I don't remember everything from when I was 12, but I remember meeting Paris. And so I was 12. I was going into high school and I had not had a great experience in middle school. It was a very small school and I was like the outcast. Um, and so I was like, I'm going into high school and I'm going to make new friends. And I really just don't care. I don't care anymore what people think about me. I'm just going to try and meet people. So I met Paris and I thought she was like super cool, but <laughs> I didn't think that she would want to be my friend because I didn't really have too many friends. And I just, I thought she was too cool for me. But then we like kept hanging out. And then I find out, like we were talking like a few years later and she told me, she was like, wait, you thought I was too cool to be your friend? I thought you were too cool to be my friend. Yeah. So we were like, wait, what? No, because, so my distinct memory of, so I, this is the funny part. Of course, I don't actually remember meeting you. Yeah. I remember seeing you. So we had this section of the school that was, between it was like the walkway to the um the gymnasium yeah that's where I remember too okay so I just remember seeing it was like it's like a love story right you like see the person (laughs) from afar it's a meet cute and Alana so this is again this is very strange we're both really weird weird people and so so we're really cool apparently well, I don't. I still don't think so. But, I can tell. Um. So Alana had bracelets. Oh God, yeah. Like all on her. Yes, but I mean, I, I had like I had like 120 <laughs> on one side, and she then counted. like 50 or 60 on the other side. So, so I remember seeing this girl very far away, and again, I I came from. So my middle school was yeah, it was okay, but you weren't encouraged to be different. And I was very different. As a lot of middle schoolers are. Yes. Um, So we went to an all-girls Catholic high school, actually, Mm -hmm. um, which was great. It's very different than any other school. Mm. Um, And very different than other all-girls schools. Yes. So so I just remember seeing Alana, and she was, I don't know, doing... I just remember her being, like, jumping in the air or something strange. (laughs) And I, again... I, so I didn't have the same type of angst that you just mentioned, Alana. I just, I don't give, I don't care. Right. Like, yeah. um, and I just saw her and I was like, wow, she is so cool that she will never be my friend. Look at all those jelly bracelets. <laughs> Look at all those jelly bracelets. She they is like, work. 
Uh, yeah. Oh so I actually don't remember meeting you, meeting you, but I do remember <laughs> that that thought, and then it just it just cracks me up because from from whatever that was then from Alana and I have been just oh absolutely gosh. best friends. So I was yes. the maid of honor at her wedding, which was really yes. fun. Paris has known me through everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's the sweetest. So, mm-hmm. so that's our that's our meeting story. We there are. You know, with with what is it now? Eighteen years of friendship. There are yeah. a lot of memories. We have a <laughs> lifetime of memories in there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's that's our story. We don't actually remember meeting each other. Only that we thought each that's other okay. was too cool to be friends with. No, I mean, like I've said, I I think that's kind of a common thing that we might see through the podcast is sometimes mm-hmm. not remembering the exact moment, mm-hmm. but then other moments standing out. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That is fantastic. Let's jump into our next segment, which is our 36 questions to fall in love segment. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to butcher this. No, you're not. You're there's not. no right there's or wrong no answer. Right, yeah. Okay. There's no right or wrong answers. It's actually only one question, and it's based off of Dr. Aaron Arthur's 30 list of 36 questions that are supposed to make anyone fall in love. And we're just going to okay. answer it as friends. And the question is, if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or the body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? This is very interesting. Because, so I, I, I technically have the mind of a 30-year-old right now. <laughs> also the body. Also the body of a 30-year-old. <laughs> this is a very good point. <laughs> so from right from this point, what do you want to keep going forward? Either your mind or <laughs> My your mind. Body? <laughs> so would your, it, would the... One that you don't choose regress. So that's the, that's then, my, or, my curious. Yeah, that's my the, exactly. I think I'm guessing an, just like so, right? normal, I'm gonna, like normal. Growth. But I'm gonna analyze it. I'm gonna analyze okay. the death out of it because there is nothing no, that says that at the age of ninety your body has to be. So right. so that's you, true. You can yes, of course, you might have some issues, but there's nothing that says you can't something something. Honestly. I don't want to live to the age of 90. <laughs> so I'll take another 30 years and we're good. So I just, I think I would just rather have. But then you'd leave me and be, I'd be Yeah. Sad. I don't so. think your loved ones are going to be too, too no. jazzed about this plan. <laughs> no, right, I'm not happy with that. I think we're vetoing it. Okay. Okay. So yes, I, I, I would, I would keep the, I would keep the mind because I don't know. I'm just gonna go with, I would keep the mind. I don't know. This is always okay. hard. That's fine. No, that's good. You went with your gut. I love it. Either of you guys have a feeling either way? Yeah, I'm I'm just thinking about this because it's a hard question. Also, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just thinking about the philosophical assumptions of the question because mm-hmm. there must be a bit, it it assumes the separation of the mind and the body. Mm. I think. Mm-hmm. It's maybe tricky, but I, I don't I don't know where I'm at on, on that point. But I, mm-hmm. I I was thinking like if you consider like illnesses like dementia or mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, is that part mm-hmm. of the mind or the body? 
So that that would, mm. that would oh my gosh, the answer, I think for me. But I would I don't know. Hmm. I think I think very often it's also the mind that crumbles for when you reach the age of ninety. So I would yeah. maybe keep the mind and then the mm-hmm. body you can still do a lot of fun things at home i guess mm-hmm. i think we learned that <laughs> last couple of months yes yes 100%. <laughs> you don't necessarily have to go out so if you still have the mind of a 30 year old you might just get really creative inside and do all that's kind very, of fun that's stuff. very good point it's so a very fine. good point I initially was thinking the body because I thought if my mind goes, then it's just fun and I'm just enjoying life like a kid. And I I really, I wasn't thinking too much into it. Then I started thinking about like dementia and stuff. And I'm like, that's not cool. And Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not good to lose your mind. And and it, it would be good to be there intellectually and be able to talk with people as you get older. So Mm -hmm. now I'm now I'm kind of leaning more towards keeping the mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Simone, okay. are you going to be the breaker? So I am body hands down. Yeah. I am body hands down. <laughs> um, and that is because I will just take a sip before. Um, Vodka. Oh, no. That's right. It's a different time over there. Yeah. <laughs> It it's like 10 a.m. here. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I watched two different men get uh, beers at 9.30 a.m. at a bar this week. So, them. <laughs> But I think body hands down because I feel like I have heard from people who are in the later years of life who have said, I still feel like an 18-year-old in my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless... There, are, there is like an extenuating circumstance, like dementia or something else that we've talked that we've touched on, which I think is huge. I think that our minds do <laughs> sort of stay in that yeah. sense, a thirty-year-old, and that mm. our bodies are the ones yeah. that tend to decline. So yeah. I'm gonna go body. Woo! Very interesting. interesting Again, choice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I like it. <laughs> but it's also interesting if you think about this question relating to the future. If if there might be tricks that that the future has, like technology mm-hmm. or medicine, like technology that could help out, kind of like keeping the body intact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, mm. I love it. But but again, but similarly, right? So I run and weightlift and you there are people in the community that are 86 years old and mm-hmm. running marathons and lifting and they're again we, when yeah. we think of this like degeneration of the body type thing, yeah. it does also depend on what you choose to do. Obviously there are certain restrictions and capabilities, etc. Yeah. But that is also something is it was when I was thinking about the mind piece you you can still continue to use your body and progress it and keep it to a certain way. Um, but sometimes you can't do that with the mind unless mm-hmm. something. Well, so that's why I was kind of leaning towards the body initially, because mm-hmm. then I wouldn't have to worry about upkeep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cake. Um, nom, nom. <laughs> yes. Which is basically what I do right now. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. 
like the 30 year old me i don't think he would be very busy with keeping his body intact either way so Mm -mm. i don't know it's pretty much i work and work out but I enjoy it, right? It's a part Paris, of my... you do. Yeah, it's like one yeah. of your hobbies. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's it, but yeah, you're, you're right. Anyway, yeah. Good my answers all around. Dessert. <laughs> my hobby is well, consuming the desserts that are made for me. <laughs> and I was referred to today as the cake or the, the cookie dealer. By my yeah. by my friend and, really? and, and neighbor That's a Patrick. Good title. Mm. Cookie dealer. Cookie Paris, dealer. I'm his the cookie dealer. dealer. Cookie dealer of the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Which again is why you uh, need to live closer. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I mean, if you deal anything, let it be cookies. <laughs> this is true. So okay, our next little activity that we get to do together is a little quiz. So I've made us a quiz. It's all for fun. Winner gets future pod swag. If it even exists in the future, we'll, we'll make a list um, <laughs> of our winners and then send you swag. <laughs> so our quiz today is actually about International Friendship Day. Paris, I know this is a little change from the agenda we had previously discussed. <laughs> um, we had previously discussed talking about friendship, doing a quiz on friendship, expre- sorry, expressions of friendship in different countries or cultures. Because oh. um, that's something I like. we're really interested in as expats. I don't know. I feel like there's got to be a lot of different ways people spend time or even just like physical affection between friends or things like that i did a lot of googling and hit some dead ends so we'll have to (laughs) hope to revisit that idea but it's in the hopper um today we're gonna do our little international friendship day quiz so did you guys know that international friendship day is a thing maybe maybe I mean, it doesn't surprise me. There's a day for everything now. Yeah, Yeah. there's like Nacho Day now or Chocolate Cookie Day. When is that day? I don't know. I mean, tomorrow. (laughs) Let's get on it. It will be in my house. (laughs) Yeah. Quick, quick, really stupid sidebar. So, and Mm -hmm. so Alana, Alana and I are from Los Angeles. And so, of course, we have a very big influence of mexican culture and mexican food in los angeles and so like you were saying you think of dutch food and you're like well eh. so i when i think of food from los angeles whenever i go home i eat mexican food that's all i want to mm-hmm. eat it's part of like the culture that we grew yeah. up with i have yet to find good mexican food in europe except it's so hard except for there's a one place in amsterdam that i went last year and it was this tiny little Ooh. thing it was pretty good. They had very good tacos. I will find it on the map or something. Oh, yes. I will try and search it. It was very, it but that was the so far the best Mexican food I have found in Europe after living here for four years. Yeah. That's yeah, a very it's, it's important really thing for an American to mm. find. Yes. Especially very picky. I've been very lucky because they're my girlfriend's roommate, she's Mexican. So she's oh, been so you can just, oh. from now and then. 
Uh. She brings home, like she brings home from Mexico like these um, chilies or what it is. Yeah, um, yeah. Yes. Spice mixes that are that are yes. mom made. Mm-hmm. It's really really good. I love Mexican candy as well. Yes, Alana knows what I'm. T- this is stuff called Lucas, which is like a yes. sweet, spicy so salt thing, and salty a little. And I just bought a ton of it at the store, and I definitely looked like some sort of weird candy drug mule coming back to <laughs> to England. And I was like, "Do you guys want to try this?" Cookie dealer, yeah. cookie dealer, <laughs> yeah. And so I brought like little ones back, and then they they have the same stuff on a spoon, and you like mm-hmm. lick the spoon. And so I only gave the spoon stuff to my friends from Malaysia and from Bangladesh because it's really spicy. Mm-hmm. And I, the British people, I was like, "Here, just try this little tiny candy." <laughs> so. Okay, I took us way off topic there. Uh, no, that's so, great. It's totally fine. Yeah, what were we talking about? First question for International <laughs> Friend Day, because we went from nachos. So when was International Friendship Day started and by whom? So I have, don't worry, multiple choice. Oh, okay. Relax, Alana. <laughs> I hate open-ended questions. No, no, no. please. No, no. <laughs> this is Again, pure fun. We didn't. We okay. didn't even know that it existed. Okay, so so A, in 1930, by Joyce Hall, the founder of Hallmark Cards, which is a card brand oh. in, Calif- in, Cal- in the U.S. and probably the world. I don't know. Mm-hmm. In 1894, by Mackenzie Bowell, the Prime Minister of Canada. Or oh, yeah. in 2013... By Dora Hernandez, an 86-year-old grandmother in Venezuela. Oh. So. Abu, let's, let's have you. Abu, what do you think? Any strong Well, well I'm thinking about the grandmother. Like, how. I'm just thinking about how would she start such a thing. Like, mm-hmm. maybe just a very small skill. But uh, I wonder whether she might. Mm, have the cloud to kick it off mm. maybe mm-hmm. um it strikes me as a canadian thing to start i guess they are Before very friendly that answer. Yeah. okay okay so we Wanna? have obble down for b so my heart wants to say b or c mm-hmm. because it's just, they're just so much sweeter like canada is so nice and little old grandma but my brain probably thinks a because hallmark is like every holiday and yeah they just want to make more money off of holidays Mm. so i'm gonna go with a so your 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 mind led you well there alana it is (laughs) a a, a corporate uh yeah creation so it's valentine's day that is sad i know i know i know yeah it's kind of icky heavy downer here (laughs) it's okay it gets it gets it gets more fun sorry i'm thinking of grammar <laughs> ah okay all right have you been drinking oh, well, can you tell me no. first we're english our english is our first language can you tell <laughs> I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean english having a like english being your first language also means that you can make some Mm, this is true mm. very true we keep talking about so i spent almost four years in england so i have a i use some british words with a 
English affect and then learning German. Then now sometimes I say my sentences with German grammar. So it's really oh, great to be my friend these days. <laughs> I, I record I, I record on um, audio to a friend of mine every night or every day. And I was speaking German for most of the day the other day. And I recorded to her in German the very beginning of the oh. of the recording until I realized. Yeah, yeah, by accident. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> anyway. So, OK, Simone, next question. Mm. OK. What cartoon character is the world's ambassador of friendship at the United Nations? A. Garfield the cat. B. Princess Candace of My Little Pony. Oh, I know who that is. Okay. Okay. Works okay. of having a three-year-old. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Or C. Winnie the Pooh. And before we do guesses, Abel, do you need any, do, are all those characters familiar to you to some extent? Yes, but I forgot the okay. first, who was, who was the first character? A was Garfield the cat. Oh, Garfield, yeah, Garfield, yeah. Okay. So I think we had Abel start last time, so let's have Alana start this time. I what do you think? D. See Winnie, Winnie the, the Winnie Pooh. the Pooh because okay. I mean, he's so friendly and cuddly. I know he has a lot of friends. Yeah, yeah, and, and he doesn't wear pants, so you know. So he's your type of friend. Points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who likes to wear pants? Oh, I know, so relatable. <laughs> and down he to loves earth. Honey. I know, so good. Abel, how about you? You're allowed to guess yeah. the same thing, different things. Yeah, I think I might. I think I might. Because uh, Winnie the Pooh is okay. such an old international thing. Mm. Like, mm. My, my my girlfriend is from Hungary, and they call mm. it, I think, uh, Michi Matsko there. Ah. That's, really, that's Winnie the Pooh's name? How cute. Winnie the Pooh's name. Yeah, yeah I it's love like, that. Uh, I think it had to do with, like, rights or something. And the... Uh, mm the name giver of the Hungarian Winnie the Pooh just called it after her, his daughter. It's really sweet. Ah, so her name that's was Michi. That's a sweet story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I'll go for Winnie the Pooh. That, that sounds okay. the most plausible. Also because the other two are a little bit American and I trust the UN mm -hmm. in being super international. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys are both correct. Yay. Winnie the Pooh is the UN's mascot for friendship. I like that. So, mm. Very cute. That makes me happy. Yeah. Me too. Warm and fuzzy. All right, Paris. Okay. Our final question. Last question. How is International Friends Day celebrated in Paraguay? The first option. By exchanging friendship bracelets and wearing them until they fall off. B, by calling every friend you have until the phone networks can't handle it and shut you down. <laughs> God, that should be a tradition. I like it too. <laughs> Shut <Anyhow>. it down. <laughs> um, or C, by giving presents at bars and nightclubs, similar to the American tradition of Secret Santa. So Secret Santa is something right where you you get you don't know what the name you pick a name right and you don't know who you're going to get and then you have to buy that person a present so 
is is or or C is International Friendship Day celebrated by giving presents at bars and nightclubs similar to the American tradition of Secret Santa. So friendship bracelets, calling every friend you have, or giving presents at bars and nightclubs. Abel gets to go first this time. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I think I'll go with B. That sounds the coolest. I just want to believe in it. <laughs> you you have a lot of friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just calling everyone sounds actually great. I, know. It does. I don't know. I never call like anyone anymore. I yeah. know. I I have so we we grew up in the time of calling mm-hmm. people, right? And you mm-hmm. would just spend hours on the phone until your yes. mom kicked you off or until you needed to use the internet, right? Because yeah. then you couldn't get the internet mm-hmm. and the phone at the same time. Yes. And so earlier, I, I, I met somebody and I called them in, like after texting them. They did not answer. And then they texted me back two hours later saying, did you mean to call me? <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was intentional. Needless to say, we did we did not talk on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But I to be honest, like when someone calls me, I never pick up and then I like unless same. it's like people are like my parents mm. and then I don't pick up and then I send them a text, hi, what's up, or something. <laughs> because I'm never emotionally prepared to talk to people over the phone, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> Like we we I don't know what are we Generation Z or something. We need um we need like some time to prepare for a phone call and to, some thinking mm. and then maybe some chatting before like I don't know. How great is caller ID for that though? Oh, thank That's God. Amazing. We didn't have caller ID for a long I time. Mm. God, we're really not that old. Just technology took some huge jumps, right, between yes. when we were in middle school and and high and high school. No, you're right. But um, well, so I I now though have angst with calling because if I want to talk to somebody who I've met here, a lot of the time yeah. I should do it in German. We've so talked about lot, that. Yeah, I know. It's a lot easier to text mm. in German because, like you said, Abel, I can think about what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I can make sure that it makes sense, and yeah. then if I'm on the phone. A lot of the time, it's me just going, uh huh, yeah, canal, claw, <laughs> like this, like <laughs> agreeing. Yeah. And type. Germans are not the greatest with speaking English to people mm. normally. Mm. At least, well, in I work at a bar, and Germans always ordering German. Ah, huh. Interesting. That is their style. Very. That is very <laughs> strange. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's also because they think Dutch German is similar. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But still, then they're expecting you to like yeah. be a adapt. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it is true. Like we understand. Like I understand. Like ninety percent of the time, but mm. it still it feels it feels weird because I like I can't yeah. speak German at all. Yeah, yeah. You just speak Dutch back to them. See how they like it. Yeah, <laughs> that's normally what I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> good. Okay, so sorry. I really again took this in a whole other direction. No, so, okay. Alana, I remember. I remember. Okay. Okay. Ooh, I remember. So I also would like to go with B, but I think that it's A. I don't remember Ooh. what A was, but I remember that I thought it was A. 
the friendship <laughs> bracelets exchange. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think because I think they they usually do friendship bracelets down there, I think. I don't know. Well, it just seems plausible. Um unfortunately, you're both incorrect. <gasps> what would oh, no. see? The giving presents at bars and nightclubs really? like Secret Santa. So, Simone, Tell us really? how the wikipedia.org wiki slash friendship day <laughs> source came up with this. Well, okay. First of all, I would like to point out that B is a real thing. That, yeah. In 2005, the amount of well-wishing and phone calling that was happening in Argentina oh. shut down the mobile phone network in so, Apple, like dream four c- true. cities. Yeah. Yeah. I think all of, all of our dreams come true. Yeah. Right? All of our, yeah. We love friendship here. So we love shutting down mobile phone networks for friendship. <laughs> and then in Paraguay, Paraguay. So there, the game is called invisible friend, amigo in- invisible. Mm-hmm. Thank go. you. And it's a tradition where I'll just read you a little quick summary. Small sheets of paper with names are given to all members of a group. Each of them secretly selects one. And on the 30th of July, they give a present to the person on their paper. Aww. And it's practiced in Aww. schools and workplaces all around the country. That's neat. <laughs> Yeah. And now we know the date. I learned something today. <laughs> the U.S. it's mostly a Hallmark oh. event, but actually in some countries like Argentina, Brazil, Spain, Bangladesh, Malaysia, India, like some of these countries, I think actually go like intense for it. Yeah, so, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I'm now really mm-hmm. curious. Yeah. yeah, super cool. Well, thanks, guys. So our winner was officially Alana with two out of three. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and you you were afraid of the quiz. I know. <laughs> Just You killed it. Mm-hmm. Well, Paris, do you want to ask us our wrap-up question? The question. Um, how have your friendships evolved over the years? Maybe Maybe friends you've had for... 10 years, 15 years, how have those friendships evolved or, or how has the process of making friends changed for you from, let's say when you were seven versus 17. So just kind of what, how has friendship evolved for you over the years? Mine, I think is pretty quick, but I, I'm sure you guys are probably familiar with the love languages kind of theory of how we can show love toward another person in general friendship or romantic or or whatever so my love language is time spent so i think that that has been an interesting thing because i think that probably if you were to put it on like a chart or a graph that i would have spent more time with friends the younger I was. And then as I've gotten older, the time you actually spend with friends decreases. And so that for me has been interesting 
to sort of reflect on as I go from maybe my university years where you are spending a lot of intense time with people, maybe living with roommates or that kind of a thing. And then toward like my professional life where you don't necessarily spend as much time with your friends because you're working for 40 hours a week. So I think that's been an interesting thing that I'm still processing is how to have deep, meaningful friendships when a lot of that time is devoted to other areas of life. Very nice answer. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. I don't look forward to working 40 40 hours and then... Mm. Which is why you have to find a job where you go to work with your friends every day. Mm -hmm. And I kid you not, but where I worked for four years, my best friends worked at that company. We would end up laughing. We would end up... So you can find Mm. it. That's awesome. It's very different. It's a really obnoxious piece of advice (laughs) (laughs) that you were not asking for. (laughs) Yeah. Give me some confidence. Yeah, mm. it, it's possible. You can you can make it happen. Olana or Abel? Okay. <laughs> I can go. Um, okay. I think when I was younger in high school and uh, college, I had so many friends, so many friends. And like you were saying, I was able to spend so much time with them and and that was great. And then after college... But I got married and I moved away really quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, um, and then I, I was in a whole new place. And so, you know, we met some friends usually through my husband's work and met some people, but I didn't really connect as much with anybody. Um, and so it's been a lot more difficult to to meet friends that I really trust and mm. that have similar interests as me. I also think that by moving away and kind of having a family and everything, it's kind of weeded out who are actually my good friends. Mm. I think now I only have a handful of friends and I'm okay with that um, because they're, they're incredibly close to me. Mm. But when you're, you guys are talking about like call all your friends day, I'm like, I don't think I would jam the lines (laughs) because I've only got a couple (laughs) I mean, we'd probably talk for several hours, but, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I've only got a couple good friends. And, quality and that's over okay, quantity, but, Alana. Yes, exactly. But I, I do think it's much more difficult to meet people right now because of the the time and meeting in person and, like, having two kids and, and trying to go out and meet people is kind of crazy. <laughs> yep. Because, so do you, do you find that also because you have kids, then sometimes you're forced to meet people who have kids? Yes. Yes. And sometimes I'm like, oh, this will be a great opportunity and maybe I'll find somebody I can connect with. But that's not always the case. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, we, we share the, the common thread of we both have children, but they're still different people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, they, they don't have other similar interests, but like it did help me get to know my neighbor down the street. Mm. Um, and she and I are very similar and, we have kind of grown closer together because our kids are like a year apart. 
Um, and, and that's been wonderful just to have somebody nearby that I can call up and talk mm. to, uh, or just walk over. Well, I can't knock on her door anymore, but, um, <laughs> yeah, you can wave. Yeah. yeah, I do. I wave to her. I wave to her. And sometimes we, we sit in front of her garage, like six feet apart and we mm. have wine on Friday nights. That's so cute. that's nice. That. Um, so yeah, so having kids like with that, it helped me to meet her. But yeah, it's gotten a lot harder to meet mm-hmm. people and, and to make good friends, not just acquaintances, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. really good friends. So Apple, what about you? What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking about this at the moment. I, I think I also based on the experience, like experience of my mom and what she has told me mm. in the past, like, I at at primary school and also to some extent at high school, I was just kind of flying around. Like I didn't have a lot of friends. I was just kind of flying around, mm. chilling with a lot of people and like playing football with them on the patch nearby our school and that kind of stuff, but never really like having intense friendships. Like you can have, I think you can have them at primary school or high school, like, Never had that, and then later I did form kind of a group at at the last years of high school, and then now I think we, I just realized that I didn't want to stick to the the necessarily stick to the term friend anymore because for me it was just so hard to draw a line with whom my friends are. So I, mm-hmm. and then I also when I meet people now, it's not really going towards friendship necessarily but i just hang out with them see what comes and then we hang out more and then Mm. i just have quite some people who i hang out with on a very regular basis Mm. whom i would call friends but Mm. um yeah i don't know it's hard for me to to say exactly who are my friends and who are not because because also because i'm just still at university and the group is just so large of people Mm -hmm. that i know and that i see at parties and that i see in the parks sometimes and that Mm. i talk with and lectures etc but yeah i had an i had an interesting experience um that if uh, a guy i know from at university and i i i talked to his girlfriend i met his girlfriend somewhere and i knew it was his girlfriend but i didn't know him very well so i said yeah and she asked like how do you know um this guy and i said yeah you know yeah we've just been friends we know each other from university and then she talked to him again and then next day I went, went up to him and I said, yeah, I met your girlfriend. And then he said to me, yeah, you called me your friend. <laughs> like the most awkward thing. <laughs> and, you're, and we're not. He was, cl- he was like clarifying. Like, like you was, called, you oh my like, gosh. No, but he wasn't, it, it wasn't meant as a very rude thing, but he was yeah. generally confused. But he's not, he's from South America, so I think it might have ah. like be a cultural difference. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. But that really got me got me thinking. Realized that yeah, yeah, it got me thinking about like who should I call my friends, and is it really I don't know a universal thing? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. When I was researching for our little quiz, I was sort of reading that Americans more than other cultures can sort of quickly call people their friends yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. maybe that i don't know i mean obviously it's a different doesn't play into this particular situation but that reminds me of that that makes sense because like i call a lot of people that 
we hang out with our, my friends, but mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't consider them like my really close friends at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, th- and I think it's interesting because we kind of lose the, the word acquaintance because really these people are yes. acquaintances, right? Yes. Be- Bekanschaft, right? In, in, in German at least. Right. And, and you, and so I've noticed in Germany, people don't use this like friend, the word mm-hmm. they use the word for acquaintance or like, oh, we'll say colleague. Colleague in Italy, there's a lot of colleague. And mm-hmm. emphasize that they're colleagues, um, mm-hmm. not friends. And um, so this is, I, again, I wonder if it's part of the English language yeah. as well. Well, I think if you were to use the word acquaintance with somebody that you like hung out with a couple times instead of friend in America, mm. they might take it the wrong way. Like, yeah, I feel like that would kind of be insulting them. Mm-hmm. I get that. But it's very, that's a very interesting story. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, sir. Excuse <laughs> who do, who yeah. do you think you yeah. are? We need to have a talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually kind of feel like I have the advantage of going last because listening to all of you discuss things, I, I was very, very fortunate. I grew up with, um, I have a little sister and we have a friend across the street who is my sister's age and then another friend across the street who is one year younger than me. So we're all, we grew up together. We've known each other since we were five, when you're so close like that as a kid, that they're like your sibling. And so you just, you spend a lot of nothing time with Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. And I have found now that people, when you meet them, you have to like do something. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this, I hate. Yes. And I try to make it clear to the people that I meet now, I am a no fuss friend. Mm-hmm. If we go over to your house and you want to read a book all day, I will read a book next to you. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be entertained. And I don't know if this is part of world culture now, or if this yeah. is just something we've forgotten how to do. So to me, this kind of like friendship meaning has stayed the same for my life that when you can do nothing with somebody, then they're a true friend. To me, that signifies friendship. Those are my thoughts. That's great. That was really good. On that note. Thank you so much, you guys. This was fantastic. This yeah. Was wonderful. Yeah, thank so you for you. inviting us. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. Abel, if you ever want to come to Würzburg, Germany, you <laughs> and your friends or your girlfriend, you have a, a feel free to come hang out. <laughs> I'm always looking to do nothing with people. You <laughs> <laughs> can read a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a nice adobo uh, terrasa, uh, and so you can just sit, and it's yeah, it's all good. So, so before we sign off, let's tell everybody where they can find the podcast. I'm I'm terrible at. This. Okay, why don't I give it a go? Sure. So, please tell us, Simone. All right. So you can find us online at myfriendsfriendspod.com. You can email us at myfriendsfriendspod at gmail.com. Love letters welcome. Love letters welcome. Please send them over. Hate hate mail also accepted. Hate mail accepted, possibly. <laughs> up for, up for, I don't know. I'll read it. Simone won't. Yeah, Simone won't read it. What else? You can find us on Instagram at myfriendsfriendspod. And please rate us and review us wherever you find your podcast and please give us a shout if you 
do not see this podcast in your podcast app because we'd love to get it there. Thank you again, you guys, for doing this. You are such wonderful friends, and it was so Thank wonderful you. to meet you, Alana. And I yeah, hope to see you again. Absolutely. Okay. Talk to you all later. Bye, Tammy. Right, bye. 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 <laughs>